love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens, live from our radio hub for Monday. It's November 25th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It's Thankful Week. Thankful Week, Thankful Week. We're about to go around the studio and see what you're thankful for. All right, right over there, his name is Drew. Am I doing thankful right now? Oh, sure, go ahead. I'm thankful that I get to go spend the holiday with my 90-plus-year-old grandparents. I think that's Mm. great. Your living grandparents, huh? My living grandparents. How old are they? They're over 90 years old. Over 90. And they're totally with it. They're cool. Must they're be nice. fun. Yeah. Must be nice, Drew. Don't to, you do to, it. Must be nice to to have living grandparents around. You're like you're like 50-something or whatever, and you, your grandparents are still alive. Yep. And you always good bones, bra- good stock, my people. We're hardy people. And you always you always brag about it to the ones who, who have lost their grandparents. <laughs> so good for you. I just oh, brag it to the world. Good for you. you good for you. Good for me, what I'm thankful for. You can't do that. Well, I don't, maybe you should just think about the other people in the room who've lost their grandparents before you start bragging about yours. Well, I think that they would um, appreciate the fact that, that somebody has a grandparents. It's not like I don't have mine, so nobody can have them. I don't think anyone feels that way, do they? Yes. Well, that, so you... Well. So I hope you enjoy this last one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I don't wow. think you can say stuff like that, man. Hey, is Claire here today? Yeah, yeah. Claire's here hey, today. Claire. Yeah, I know. I'm, What's I'm going just, on? Just waiting over here. <laughs> what are I, you doing? You know what? I, I've been thinking about what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for a lot of things, but I, honestly, Fitz, I, I have to say I'm thankful for you. I've been. Oh, Claire. Oh, man. This toiling. is not one of those pageants you always win. You know, it, you don't have to be. suck up. No, this one's she's just, not, she's just being nice. Toiling away in the sales department for years and not really, that was not really my jam. I always mm-hmm. wanted to get back to, to being on the air, and, and, and you recognized that, and you gave me this opportunity thank you claire just, i'm happy to be here with you guys hanging out just shooting the stuff we shoot you are so great <laughs> so you know drew was like uh you know in a bunker in a chemical plant working he's never yeah. said thanks one time i have to never i said the thanks once like so nine rude. years ago <laughs> so rude. Nine years ago <laughs> hey Ryder the youngin what's up oh i am thankful that i don't work at gamestop anymore great company great place i just i'm glad i'm not working there I'm that's right and that. you know what oh Thank you for saying that, because you you sparked uh, something I'm thankful for. Well, there's a guy that we're all thankful for, our host, the fish. Sure, yeah. Well, now but now now did thankful. I get there? Did I get in under the wire? <laughs> I'm really thankful, Ryder the Youngin, that, that you know, you're at GameStop, but I, I'm i trying to take you with me on, on this ride of a quest to go country. Like, yeah. we're teaching Ryder the Youngin a whole bunch of stuff about country music. He doesn't know a lot about country, he, and you're open about it. You admit that. Yeah. And no, you're learning more about country every single day. Yeah, I, I mean, I've learned how much I love uh, Hank Williams and uh, Johnny Cash and Kelsey like, Ballerini. Kelsey Ballerini's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! I, she, Whenever I, could, I think Johnny Cash, I immediately think Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini. Ballerini. I could watch her perform yeah. all day. 
All right, it's going to be a great Monday show. Stick around. What are you kidding me? Stories coming up. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fitz happens live. And now, here's and now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. And I'm about to get funky. <laughs> I'm going to take you out of Illinois. Stupid's what got you there. You know, there's been a lot, you know, a lot of cases of uh, you know, some DUI stories lately, mm-hmm. you, know? you know. Sam Hunt recently, and now this guy in Illinois. He got caught driving drunk after uh, drifting off the road last Saturday, and he tried to claim that his breath only smelled like alcohol because he just had a big makeout session with his drunk girlfriend. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It happens all the time. And this is the first time the police have heard this one. Matter of fact, he said, yeah, you know, I've been kissing my girl. She made my, my breast stinky. And and then additionally, he said this. She tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Forrest. Uh, oh, Forrest. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Folks, out of uh, <laughs> another story of stupids, what got you there? A girl called 911 recently, hoping that they offered emergency ride services because she wasn't going to make it in time to board her train. Oh. Okay. Uh, why? Well, you can't do that. You can't, you can't call 911 for that. Yeah, no, but why would. That's what I'm saying. Why? <laughs> yep. Throw on the rollers, guys. Could. I got to make that train. <laughs> I have exclusive uh, audio of the 911 phone call. I'm supposed to have a trip to Union Station. The ride that was supposed to show up for me this morning did not. And I don't know how you guys work with services in terms of that, because I'm in a taxi right now, but it's not going to get me to the station on time for um, my train to board at 9.45. Okay, I'm sorry. So you're in a taxi cab, and you think you're going to be late for your train ride at Union Station? Yeah. And so what would you like an officer to do? Uh, Do you guys offer emergency ride services? An emergency (laughs) ride service. (laughs) What? I don't know how you guys operate. Well, I can assure you we don't do that. <laughs> okay, so you can okay. you can call a cab or get in the cab and, and, and go to your appointment. Okay? You. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Oh. The, uh, the wussification of America. Well, it's the, not like... The entitlement of America. Like, yeah. I'm going to need an officer, full lights and sirens to get me where I'm going, please. Listen, I, I've i tried the taxi. I've tried Uber. Can you guys, like, send maybe, like, a little police officer? We could get in get in one of the lanes and turn on the lights and get me to where I need to be by three. I swear great, I'll pay thanks. cash. <laughs> I pay taxes. Yeah. I pay cash. And by the way, that is so hot. <laughs> Do you know who my dad is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all All right. Up on <laughs> there you go. You got the... <laughs> what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. It's the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. So um, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know I got five babies. And uh, uh, my daughter, Drew, is seven years old. And you know, it was just about a week ago. She goes, Daddy, I want the slime stuff. I guess it's the Nickelodeon slime, right? It's supposed to be oh, pretty cool. Yeah. All, all the kids are talking about Dude, it. Dude, I've wanted yeah. Nickelodeon slime since I was a little kid. That's my biggest dream is to get slime. So I thought about, okay, I'm going to maybe get my daughter some slime. Everybody loves slime until I found out that it's on the worst toys list. Uh-oh. What? Mm-hmm. Why? Joke out. Well, the Nickelodeon slime and and apparently there's some weird stuff in it. Weird chemicals in it, I guess, oh. that they're worried about for the kiddos. That's not good. Also on the... Worst toy list, a Nerf dart gun. Um, 
Oh, and by the way, with the Nickelodeon slime, it's something special about it. It is ice cream scented Nickelodeon slime. Yeah, oh, yeah, bad idea. So So there's the chemical part. Well, I'd say that it's probably the the wrong kids gets their hands on it. They're going to try and eat it. All kids are going to eat it. Mm -hmm. I ate slime. Yeah, I would probably especially with ice cream. Yeah. Smell, oh, you're going to love that slime. I also ate Play-Doh and crayons. Yeah. Play-Doh's good, but I don't know about that slime stuff. I can only imagine what's in that slime when I was a kid. Right. I think oh, I probably yeah. like straight petrochemical. Yeah. <laughs> what exactly is a petrochemical? Basically a, a petroleum-based chemical. Oh. <laughs> so gasoline. Yeah. Oil. yeah. Right. Also on the, the worst toys list, the plastic Power Rangers claw. Oh. Interesting. Really? And then there's a realistic toy machine gun, uh, a pogo trick board, a Yeti teddy bear. <laughs> Wait, now hold on. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, obviously they have their reasons for it. What's wrong with Yeti teddy? Well, cuddly, abominable snowman. Maybe I there's love chemicals it. inside Yeti teddy. Huh. Maybe it comes to life at, at night and drags kids into uh, the closet. <laughs> oh my I mean, just looking at it, it's pretty much like. I'm Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Get out of bed. Yeah. You're coming with me, kid. That was demonic. Remember Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. Of course. That came from the depths of Hades. Yeah. Come to my closet, child. <laughs> oh, no. Um, we don't say everyone's uh, possessed, but there are several cases. Don't, for, <laughs> don't for, uh, forget about the pull-along caterpillar for infants. Oh, I used to have one of those. Yeah, I'm just saying you might want to check that stuff, especially the ice cream scented slime. Yeah. Because my daughter was straight up wanting it this year. Yeah. And I thought about doing it, but all right. This Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right. Uh, I've been calculating uh, uh, you know, the cost of, of how much it should cost you to serve a full Thanksgiving dinner this year. All right. And here it is. It should only cost you $48.91. I repeat, $48.91 to serve 10 people at Thanksgiving. And that is up a whopping one cent from last year. So you're probably wondering, what can you buy for $48.91? Well, the dinner includes a 16-pound turkey. You get the stuffing. You get the sweet potatoes. You get the sweet potatoes. You get the rolls of butter. You get the peas. You get the cranberries. You get a veggie tray. You get pumpkin pie with whipped cream. You get milk and coffee, and all that, folks. And if you wanted to add some ham and, and uh, some some potatoes, green beans, it'll cost you an additional fourteen dollars, about sixty three dollars. But again, ten people can be served for only forty eight dollars and ninety one cents. That seems a little um, uh, hopeful to me. It's nice to buy all that food. That's cheap. right. Yeah. Can you believe all, all all the food that we just waste? Not only every day, but especially on holidays. Isn't that so oh, sad? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do with your leftover food, Drew? Oh, it, leftovers with me, they don't make it They don't make it to the weekend after Thanksgiving. You don't yeah. eat a lot? I mean, I eat them all oh, before yeah. the end of the weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. All, I they, live off leftovers. I get depressed. The problem with eating, going, traveling like I'm doing for Thanksgiving is that I don't get all the leftovers. Oh, yeah. So I have to, like, you know, fight with my sisters and everyone for the turkey to come home right. in a bag, and then... It's all gone. It's a bare knuckle brawl at Drew's yeah. house this Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the trunk of their cars. I look for. I look forward to uh, Green Bray Bob. You know, he, he always taught me over the years. You get that turkey, and you get the bread, and you get Miracle Whip mayonnaise, and you have just leftover turkey sandwiches for like the next two weeks. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Cold turkey, baby. Yeah, cold turkey. All right, Drew, choose your news. Last weekend or last week was pretty excited. Ended very exciting. Uh, uh, Elon Musk, the guy behind Tesla, right yeah, behind yeah. SpaceX and all that, he uh, 
he did a big reveal of Tesla's new truck, and this thing is taking the automotive journalism world by storm because this thing is crazy. It looks like something out of the movie Blade Runner. It looks like a tank. It's a freaky, angular, stainless steel. It looks like it looks like a tank crossed with a DeLorean. Yeah, it could be good with gas truck. mileage, right? Well, it's an electric car, so it has no gas. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> it, a lot of wild and people think it's a stunt, and I kind of agree because the specs it has are to out. Be. So he says it's going to start at thirty nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Uh, have a two hundred fifty mile range for the base lowest possible model. That's a single motor on one axle. He says it outtows an F two fifty and outperforms a Porsche nine eleven. People are saying it can't have it all. You can't have everything. No. He's claiming you can, and then there's upgrade models from there that take it all the way up to like a crazy fourteen thousand yeah. ton or fourteen thousand pound towing capacity, which is like uh, okay, more than yeah. a semi. So, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Get to the rest of the auto stuff during your your car podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, also the shatterproof glass that a guy like tossed a ball at. Yeah, I was supposed to have shatterproof glass, but they broke it in I the demonstration. It yeah. Right? Are they young? And do you have something good for Choose Your News? Oh yeah, I've got proof that tacos can save your life. Ah. Yeah. So a man in Arizona was uh, driving. He had just picked up a couple of tacos, but usually when he drives, he keeps his window down, his arm out the window, just kind of cruises. Mm-hmm. But he said because he was eating a taco, he decided to roll his window up because he didn't want the the lettuce and everything flying all over. <laughs> Okay. Well, get this. Somebody started shooting at him. No! What? And because he had his window up, the bullet hit the window. Hit the taco? Hit the taco. <laughs> hit the right where he would have his arm hanging down. It hit, it riddled right upside the side of the car. And he ended up getting away. And he said, honestly, I don't think I would have lived if I wasn't eating a taco. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's, the mar- it's the miracle taco. The you miracle know, taco, recently yeah. I read a story where, uh, you know, a lot of people have, have claimed to see Jesus. In tacos, in tortillas, a lot yeah. of people in, in pizza. Mm-hmm. It could have been something I, about that. I saw Abraham Lincoln in a Cheetah once. I believe that too. Good. All right, uh, so there you go, you guys. Let's choose your news. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Um, um, hey, real quick, you make the call right now. As a daddy, I just don't know how I feel about this, but parents have punished their teenager by taking over their social media. And now they're going viral about it. There's this couple in in Denton, Texas. uh, And they found out earlier this month that their 15-year-old daughter had helped some boys sneak into a sleepover. So they gave her two choices for punishment. They'd take away her phone for a month or they would take away her phone for two weeks. But they'd take control of her social media. Ooh. She chose option B. And uh, the parents uh, basically have have, taken over everything. The phone, they're, they're posting all over TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. And they've posted really, really embarrassing videos. Like they're they're singing, they're lip syncing, they're doing all sorts of stuff. They're <laughs> like of it. themselves but, doing parent stuff. Correct. Okay. Which is pretty which is like, you know, the worst thing for a child, right? When they're parents. Yeah. Social media to kids today, it is life or it's, death. It's life or death. And Sad. if if they're I'm I'm finding this out that if like a kid's parents does something stupid on social media, then they really get nailed on it at school. Like the, the comments kids make are just absolutely brutal. They're oh, yeah. rude right. little turds. Yeah, I imagine that the equivalence for us would be like if your parents came right in the middle of a school assembly and did something super embarrassing. Like, right. Only it's worse because Correct. now it's on video forever and it can be passed around and well, memes are made of it and it goes around and around right. and around. And look, kids are savages and they don't even understand what they're saying half the time. Like if you see one of those parents post up on TikTok of them doing like a funny dance, one of them's going to comment and be like, are you guys still having marital issues? Oh, no kidding. And then it's going to crush them, and they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to go on my daughter's phone anymore. <laughs> I have a question, yeah, and question. I'm not a parent, I an but answer. I was a teenage girl. Yeah. 
Sneaking one boy into a sleepover full of girls warranted that much punishment? Didn't everybody do that? I did it. Right. And you know what it's coming down to, Claire, is that I think these parents are just deprived of attention and they're trying to go viral on social media at the expense of their child, right? right? They're really embarrassing their kids. And believe me, I'm all about embarrassing my kids, but I also know I've learned, I guess, I've learned with my kids that kids in middle school and high school are freaking Jerks. ruthless. Yeah. They are oh, ruthless. They are. They've always been yeah. ruthless, but now they have it's more worse. tools. Yeah. I think it's worse. Yeah. Oh, it's way worse. So, I mean, uh, you make the call. Is it a good idea for parents to punish their children by taking over their social media and, and doing this stuff? I think I think in 2019, I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Take their phone, cancel it for a, a night. You want to drive your kid psycho? Do that. But I guess I've learned a little bit not to do it on social media, you right. know, based off my own experience, you know. Hmm. Go back to the old-fashioned withholding their allowance or make them do chores or something like allowance. that. Allowance? Yeah. yeah, right. Whatever. No allowance. They got, you know, they got a roof over their head. Mm. Uh-huh. Don't need no allowance. Well, then how you get a they got a, they got a They got a cell phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, Come every on, single, I used to work for my dad's tree service, and every yeah. time I asked, I was like, hey, can I get like 20 bucks? He goes, you eat, don't you? <laughs> uh, I guess so. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. We're now. We're going to kick this thing again now. Back to the Fit Show. So I've been given like a couple of uh, instructions from my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south on things I guess I need to do. I'm supposed to clean out the fridge, I guess. I'm supposed to check the pantry. Like apparently take inventory of, of you know, what I have in the fridge, cupboards and drawers. I'm, I'm supposed to be the inventory she guy. She asked you to do this. She did. Interesting. That's brave. What's, what's so interesting about that? I just, these don't seem like the type of jobs that she would ask you to do. Because she, she always says you never clean or organize anything around the house. She's putting them to the test. She's got right. family in town. But either does she. <laughs> well, I know. I didn't say that's she why. does or doesn't. I yeah. said you don't. That's why, she's th- <laughs> that's why she's throwing it my way. Um, I'm supposed to do So this little- was a case of not it? Not it, not it. I think so. I, this is just you know things she wants me to do to prove that I'm a good husband, I think. Uh-oh. I will be doing some grocery shopping. You know, uh, apparently you should have everything you need for Thanksgiving dinner by Sunday night. I yeah. repeat. Oh, yeah. Everything. So it's late. So if you yeah. don't have it now... Uh, Get ready for a long time. It's lines. late. You should have yeah, got, so back, you got it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know what you can do? Have her text you a grocery list of stuff that you need. Or if yeah. you go through and make the grocery list, just order it all online. They'll, they'll or even, have them deliver it? Yeah, they'll even deliver it, dude. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about the Thanksgiving do it, delivery. Do it while she's gone. And then you can be like, look, babe, I went to yeah. the store. I got all this stuff. I took time out of my day just for you. And, and then like the whole time you were at home. You went to the grocery store. You found all these things in the aisles. Yeah. That, that would be her response. I know. Yeah. Um. Are you are you doing any food prep? How, how are you, how are you getting ready for the next couple of days? And what are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm traveling for Thanksgiving to my grandparents' place in oh, Salem, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not doing any of the major cooking, um, but I am bringing a bunch of desserts. Your lovely grandparents? How old are they? They're in their nineties. Nineties, in fact, still in alive. Fact, it's my grandpa's nine, either ninety first or ninety second birthday on December third, I think. So a couple days after. Wow, that, must be nice to to be able to you know still have your grandparents around. Or it is. I really feel fortunate. I feel like it's it's kind of a blessing to have that generation still around and still kicking by the way they are active upright going for it people they my grandpa still restores cars every day he's got about five projects going right now uh my grandmother still 
does all kinds of stuff in her community and around the house and everything. Yeah, they're oh, good for you. I I, I hope that they are good for the, them. Good for you, Drew. Yeah, I hope they're the indicator good. of what's good. Because what you know what? Ahead of I me. lost mine when I was in the second and third grade. Mama May and Daddy Bob in 1986 and 87. Well, I had nothing to do with that. I assure you. But mm-hmm. I'm just glad that you're able to brag about your living, grand the living. Yeah, it's you know it's those little things that really make life worth living. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. I guess you could say it does make a difference. <laughs> Oh, no. A pulse changes everything. <laughs> okay. The Fitz Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Fresh off Thursday's news of Sam Hunt's early morning arrest in Nashville for a DUI and having an open container in his car, we have details as to what happened. The first thing people ask is, A, 6.30 in the morning, seriously, how did that happen? And B, why didn't he Uber? He's got plenty of money. Well, here's why. His wild night of partying started at 9 o'clock the night before when he and a bunch of pals went out to a restaurant for drinks and dinner. And then from there, they did Uber to another place and then apparently another place. But at some point, he was no longer with his buddies, either went back home or went somewhere, picked up a car. And we don't know why he was still out driving at 630 in the morning. I mean, he straight up, you know what, he straight up pulled an all-nighter. But he, he my question did. is, where's Hannah Lee? And how, I mean, I don't know many like wives well, who allow their husbands to have all nighters. I, I have with their a boys. theory. I have a theory. Go ahead. I think There's they issues. had a tiff. I think they had some kind of fight, and he went on a bender. That's what my wife thought. Yeah. Claire, should, why else? I, you're right be, on. Why else would he be out all night? Yeah. Doing that? Clearly, self-destructive behavior. How could he be having issues with Hannah Lee? Uh, just. <laughs> just How because she looks good doesn't mean right. she's you, not crazy. You, just because up. he looks good doesn't mean he's just not crazy. Just because people are attractive doesn't mean they you don't fight with them. Sometimes it means they're more crazy. Exactly. Oh, that is straight up true. <laughs> <laughs> you should know Fitz. Oh, wait. Did I say that out loud? Oh, boy. Um, speaking of Tennessee whiskey. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you say thank you. Congratulations to Chris Stapleton, who won four awards that I didn't even know existed. Yes, the Waffle House has their own <laughs> award series for musicians called the Toonie Awards, and it's based on how often their songs are played at Waffle House jukeboxes yeah. all around smothered the country. Smothered and covered, baby. Smothered and covered. Yep, smothered and covered. Chris yep. picked up four for his album and this song, Tennessee Whiskey, which was uh, the most played song at the Waffle House uh. for 177 consecutive Come weeks. On, Waffle House. Hey, Ryder the Young, and when I say smothered and covered, what am I, what am I referring to? Gravy, right? Gravy? No. Mother and cover gravy? And, uh... It's all right. Hey, you know what? When I found you at GameStop, <laughs> I had one goal, and that was to make you a country boy, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. What's the mother and cover? He has the distinct pleasure Hash of dining br- at Waffle House at 3 in the morning. Hash browns mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of cheese smothered all over it. Get those babies smothered and covered. Oh, we should order. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. He's taller than a jolly green giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fit Show. Sitting on a dirt road, laid back, swimming like in Georgia. When the lights come on, everybody's screaming, lighters in the sky, yeah, everybody's singing, every word to every song of the girl that's singing home
Mr. Jason Aldean, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Man, I'm so good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm trying to wake up right now. Still, <laughs> hey, it's album time, and I understand there's a, a special significance for you with, with, with the number nine. I mean, has, has nine always been a, a big number for you? Yeah, man. You know, I was a baseball player growing up. I mean, that's kind of what I thought my career was going to be, was yeah. was to have something to do with baseball and, and sports. And, and so uh, my number was, was always nine. Uh, baseball players are really superstitious and really, really weird about their numbers. So um, I just always kind of told myself, man, if I ever had a chance, I mean, nine albums seem like so far down the down the pipeline, but I was like, man, if I ever get a chance to make nine records, I'd love to call it nine or number nine or something along those lines. And uh, all of a sudden, I look up and, and we're in the studio making the ninth record, and, and so it kind of made it easy for me to title the album. You know, I didn't really have to get too creative with it, but it was just kind of something personal for me that I'd always wanted to do, and and uh, and here we are. Now, are you sure it had nothing to do with uh, the nine bathrooms I saw? On, I think I was on theboot.com, and I was looking at your, your previous house. It was up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a point. But I mean, we, 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 we sold that house, thank, thank God. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was a potential buyer, but all of a sudden they said, oh, radio personality, we're kicking that dude out. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy now, and now we're jumping into it again. We're building a new house, so it's it's wild. But uh, but yeah, we did unload that one, so that was good. Uh, anything you know special about this new house? Like, do you have a room that, that you've said to your wife and family, "Hey, this is my room. I get to do whatever I want in this particular room." Your your man cave room. Well, my man cave. So in the old house, if you if you looked at the old one, we we built a, we added on a bowling alley, which is like a bowling alley bar kind of thing. <laughs> And, um, you know, which is, it's fun for us because we don't really go out a ton. It's not like we go out to, to bars or do any of that stuff. We just kind of have people over at the house and, and it's kind of nice to have, have a place there to entertain people. So we, we built that and, uh, we used it so much and, and had so much fun there that when we started build, building our new house, uh, we kind of replicated it a little bit and did like a 2.0 version of that at our new house so uh that's kind of my what i guess you would call man cave i don't know it's it's a pretty big man cave but it's kind of where like all my plaques and just you know a lot of my uh trophy stuff, awards and, yeah. and things like that are at yeah so you must be a hell of a bowler what's your average what are you carrying i don't know what my average is my high score is about a 233 wow. yeah. you got a backup uh, my, career my, there. Goal, my goal is to hit like my goal is to bowl 200 every time you know so uh, which I do not do, but that's, that's my goal. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're going to kick this thing again. Now, back to the Fitch Show. Feeling on a dirt road. Laid back, swimming like a George Jones. When the lights come on, everybody's screaming. Lighters in the sky, yeah, everybody's singing. Uh, Jason, you're going to be going to Vegas for a few days, uh, you know, early December. After that, are you shutting down for the holidays? Uh, and where are you going to be kicking it for the holidays? 
So, um, yeah, we're going to, to Vegas. We're doing Thanksgiving here in Nashville. Excuse me. In uh, Nashville, we have all the family coming here to town. And, and, um, and then I go to Vegas for the first week in December. And then I'm off. I'm off for, uh, you know, I'll be home for Christmas and, and all those kind of things. So we'll, we'll do Christmas at home this year. This will be Navy's first Christmas. So, oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, so man. we're going to be home for that. We love your babies. You have the sweetest little babies. Yes. Thank you, man. So and then the tour kicks back up, uh, kind of mid late January, and um, you know we'll we'll kind of get back after it then. So we're starting a little earlier next year than normal. Usually we would go back, probably you know around the end of March or something, and, and start touring. But uh, we're going back kind of mid January this year, so we'll only have about a month off. But uh, but it'll be good. All right, nine is out. It is out right now. And real quick, Jason, uh, uh, time for our special artist interrogation. we got a couple of seconds here. As always, flashlights up in your grill. You're in interrogation room. I'd like to ask you, are you comfortable? Can I offer you a cigarette, maybe some coffee? Uh, I have coffee, and I'm good on the cigarette. <laughs> have you been treated well during this interview so far? I have, absolutely. When was so your la- When was your last performance? Uh, last performance was uh, just few days ago actually i have one today but my last one is uh was probably a few days ago when i played uh my bar i played my bar downtown here in nashville <laughs> and jason did anyone see this happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> real yes, quick they did real quick jason what supply in your house is running low right now um, supply my house run low right now. I would say uh, probably baby formula. <laughs> <laughs> the wild life of a musician. Oh, yeah. It gets it gets wild, my man. <laughs> and finally, Jason, I, I know we're running low on time. Is there anything else that you want to tell me that I haven't asked you? Uh, I don't know. We just opened a restaurant here in Nashville called the E3 Chop House. Um, yeah. Luke, cool. Luke, Luke Bryan, myself, and a uh, former baseball player named Adam LaRoche. Oh, my God. Yeah, that so, is so uh, cool. Yeah, so we um, we just opened a place here. It's a you know high end steakhouse here in, in Nashville. That's it's really really good, man. So if you guys are ever in town, check it out. You bet, Jason Aldean. Uh, nine is out now. Congratulations to you, and thank you so much for your time. All right, thanks, guys. See you, brother. See you. Just be real. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Anybody want to throw out any good stuff before we begin today? Anybody have any good stuff going yeah, on in the world? So, right of the youngin? Yeah. Uh, today is uh, Emily's dog, Bam Bam. You guys have met him mm-hmm. before. Yes. It's his birthday. He's four years old today. Oh, oh happy birthday, oh, Bam Bam. So yeah. Good. We're going to be making him some cupcakes and a special dinner. Happy birthday, Bam Bam. Yeah. This might be the oldest songwriting duo ever I'm about to tell you about. A, uh, well, an old man named Alan Tripp. He always wanted to record an album. So he teamed up with a nice little young lady little uh, jazz pianist at his retirement community in Pennsylvania. He's 102. She's 88. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And they just released a big band album called The Senior Songbook. Aw. Yes. Let's see. Maybe we'll give it some airplay. Yeah. There's a lot of artists who would love to get airplay on on our our show, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's country, yeah. Well, let's see. (laughs) My name's Alan Tripp, and I'm a partner here with... Marvin, we write music that you would have loved if you were alive back in 1940 and you can still love today. Collectively, we have 190 years between us. I'm 88 years old. I consider myself really old. But when I'm working with Alan, 
You make me feel so young. I'm 102 years old. Yeah. I stopped getting older 10 years ago. <laughs> you guys want to hear a sample of, uh, of, of their music? Yes. Is that a question? <laughs> okay, here it is. A little song sample. I know I ought Whoa. to kiss you, but baby, there's an issue. <laughs> I just can't remember your name. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is perfect. <laughs> oh, I want the that full dude's version. mind blown. Oh my God. That guy's 102. I want to hang out with this guy. This is amazing. I can't remember your name, and that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. Giraffe. Welcome. Those stories that are so unbelievable, but they're really true. I got one. The only people who know uh, about this is my wife and Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin. But, but real quick, hey Shade, can you pull up One Man Band for me? Um, last Thursday after the show. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. It's cool. It is La- cool. Last Thursday after the show. Um, I didn't really say it on the show. But I jetted out to Nashville to try to make it to the CMAs, and I did. And believe it or not, I sat next to Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion's mom and dad while they get to watch her son and the band receive that award at the CMAs. No way. That's so cool. What you- so awesome. What do you mean, no way? You know, you know I was... I still don't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> and then... So uh, so I was actually at the CMAs. We didn't really talk about it on the show because we didn't know if I was going to make it. And then the next day, I drove from Nashville, rented a car, drove to Memphis to meet Drew and Claire uh, at the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Mm-hmm. So what a, yeah, just a crazy last week. But believe it or not, I got to know Matthew Ramsey's mom and dad. And you were there when her son won an award. I got to watch his parents Watch their son receive that award. Aww. Yeah, it was a really cool moment. What an experience. Yeah, really did you, go, did you clap and go, dang it, your kid just cost me 20 bucks? <laughs> Didn't do that. <laughs> uh, anybody have any Believe It or Not before we go to the phone? Uh, yeah, Believe It or Not. I got to play basketball at the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> right of the Youngin was a Harlem Globetrotter for a day. That's awesome. Took a couple shots, but I made one of them. That's all that matters. How many people could say that they scored points for the Harlem Globetrotters. Not a lot. You know, good for you, ma'am. Yeah. Shannon, go ahead. All right, so believe it or not, I knew someone who ran an entire 5K race backwards. Oh, oh really? you are kidding. Yeah. Like a charity Yeah, he thing? was an avid runner, and uh, he did it as a challenge for himself and a fun thing for his kids to watch. How did he do? Like, did he, did he like, do really well? Did he kick some butt? Um, it was not his best time, but uh, it was awesome to see. <laughs> hey, if he, <laughs> he over. And yeah, if he finished, that he that's world champ. Three miles. Wow. So, so he's actually running the entire 5K backwards, not walking it? Yeah. He must have quads like tree trunks. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right, Shannon. Thank you for sharing that bizarre story. 
All right, uh, everybody, hang on. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You know those stories you got that are so unbelievable, but they're true. You know, you have to kick off the conversation with, believe it or not, more next. Welcome to Monday. It happens live. The legendary Fitz happens live. Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe. Raff, 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 raff. He's a giraffe. Giraffe. Justin, believe it or not. Hey, how's it going? Believe it or not, I had met this girl, and, you know, we ended up talking. You know, she, she became, you know, like something like my girlfriend. You would date. And we was at her house hanging out one day watching TV. We happened to be watching Locked Up Abroad. I kid you not. Her face showed up on the TV screen on the episode oh, of Locked no! You can Google this, but I don't think I can legally give her name out. But yeah. oh, right. her like, what? You have oh, got to be God. kidding me. So you looked at her yeah, and said, okay, you're wanted. Everything. So did you look at her and say, oh, my God, you are wanted across across the ocean? Or, I mean. No, I watched the story. They let her go. Oh, <laughs> say, did you get the money? It's dinner time. Are you still together? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> Dang, that could be the craziest believe it or not I've ever heard. You could have ended it. up on Love After Lockup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, if you still know her, I'm wondering if we can maybe get some reward money out of this. Like, <laughs> yeah. We we'll can call it with you. America's Most Wanted or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I still know her. She's not on the run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just curious, does her name rhyme with Shmananda Knock? Oh, 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 come on. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, Justin, thank you so much. I can't give you the name, but I can give you the episode. Well, well, I can give you the region. It yeah. was on <laughs> Columbia. Just look for Columbia. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Check is, her bags. You are going into Believe It or Not Hall of Fame. That's great stuff. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> thank you. Amanda, believe it or not. Okay, so believe it or not, I was trying to turn over a new leaf and dating and so this is when myspace was around and i found this guy and i went out with him and he was so cute um but when he talked it was like oh so i was like i'm not gonna date him again and he kind of broke up with me after a couple da- couple dates and um it was friday night my friend was like oh you should text him i miss cuddling with you because i she goes i bet he has a girlfriend and no he didn't have a girlfriend he had a wife who called me when she got the text, like, who is this? Who? And so I looked up his last name. Uh, he was going to prison, and apparently he was racist. And they were sending him to prison because it was a hate crime. Oh, oh my goodness. Ooh. I'm oh like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, wow. he was married and going to prison. And you and and, and the the person that you saw, I mean, he was like playing a different part, right? Just a different man? Yeah, he just said his name was Lynn, and then he, he used his real last name. But so when I Googled him, nothing came up because it was there was no Lynn whatever. And then when the wife called me, 
and was like, who is this? Texting his phone. I was like, you've wow. got to be kidding me. Oh, Man, you yeah. dodged a bullet on that one, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. Wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, that story and the lock up abroad story, I'm freaking out today. <laughs> and now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Um, when I talk about places in our nation that you guys feel are the uh, that you guys feel are full of the most sin, just throw out some cities that you think has a lot of sin. Easy, I mean, no question. Reno, Las Nevada. Vegas. Boom. Reno. No, Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Reno's Reno. a sleepy, wonderful, beautiful little town. I don't believe that. A lot of, of sin in Reno. Claire, what about you? New Orleans. New Orleans. Ooh, that's a good there one. There is one of everything in New uh, Orleans. Clearly, New York City. Mm-hmm. There's a few things. Ooh, yeah. Chicago. Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Portland. In there. Okay. Any any guesses right at the end? Portland. Portland. Okay. Waukesha, Wisconsin. Well, so they base the the <laughs> these sin cities off of like different stats that correspond to the seven deadly sins, like lust. They took you know strip clubs and Tinder users and uh, people who search dirty movies and stuff. Gluttony. They looked at obesity rate, fast food joints per capita, binge drinking. DUIs, smokers, greed. They looked at gambling addiction rates versus charitable giving. Sloth. They looked at exercise rates, volunteering, <laughs> average time spent watching TV. Uh oh. Uh oh. Wrath. Violent crimes, hate crimes, assaults, shootings, envy, theft, identity theft, stuff like that. Ooh, and pride. I'd like to nominate Miami. Okay. <laughs> They've got a lot of those things. They check a lot of those boxes. Yeah, for pride, beauty and tanning salons per capita, plastic surgery, Google searches, stuff like that. So based off of all that, coming in at number six, honorable mention, Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. Woo-hoo. Okay. Hey, no well done, Philly. Nice. You stayed out of the top five. And yeah. that's just a football team. Hey. No kidding. <laughs> uh, number five was Atlanta. Really? I believe that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I believe that. Number four, a lot of sinning going on in Houston, Texas. Really? Eight, number four, yeah, Houston. It's hot to sin there. It is hot. Does, does it I, tell I, which what their strength is in the sin category? <laughs> yeah, like, like, the are they more slothy? <laughs> or are they are they more greedy? I've worked in Houston. There's a lot of lust in Houston too. Oop, yeah. A lot of lust. Okay, yeah, I imagine Oof. it can't be one of the lustiest cities though. Number three, St. Louis. Really? Now I'm Kidding. surprised. Home of the Blues? No. St. Louis, number three. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Number two, most sinful city. In the United States, Los Angeles. Yep. Okay, Absolutely. I get it. Yep. And coming in at number one, folks, are you ready? Buffalo, New York. Get Ooh. out of town. I'm teasing. What? I'm teasing. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm teasing. Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, number one with a bullet. It's like way, so far up the list, nobody can touch it. Absolutely. But if you don't mind, I even went beyond this. Uh-huh. Want to look at, like, some of the least sinful cities. Would you believe that Pearl City, Hawaii, folks, it's a good place to live. South Burlington, Vermont. Yeah. Everybody's wanting to move there because there's not a lot of sin going on. Listen to those yeah. opposites. You got Pearl City, Hawaii. Everyone's out jogging on the beach and surfing at their lunch break. And then Vermont, everyone's, you know, snuggled up and okay. tapping trees for maple syrup. What are they doing that makes them so happy in Chesapeake, Virginia? Looking at the bay, that Catching beautiful bay. crabs in the bay. Mm-hmm. What about Virginia Beach, Virginia? Uh, staring at the beautiful ocean. Mm-hmm. Also, Virginia's for lovers, but, you know. Well, they're not. They're not apparently sinful. well no. married lovers. Yeah, they hook up oh. once. And oh, oh. <laughs> Fits happens. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now, back to the fit show. So I've been given like a couple of uh, instructions from my wife Bethany, the mouth from the south, on things I guess I need to do. I'm supposed to clean out the fridge. I guess I'm supposed to check the pantry. 
like apparently take inventory of of you know what I have in the fridge, cupboards and drawers. I'm I'm supposed to be the inventory she guy. She asked you to do this. She did. Interesting. That's brave. what's what's so interesting about that? I just these don't seem like the type of jobs that she would ask you to do. Because she she always says you never clean or organize anything around the house. She's putting them to the test. She's got right. family in town. But either does she. <laughs> well, I know. I didn't say that's she why, does or doesn't. I yeah, said you don't. That's why, she's th- <laughs> that's why she's throwing it my way. Um, I'm supposed to do So this little- was a case of not it. Not it. Not it. I think so. I, this is just, you know, things she wants me to do to prove that I'm a good husband, I think. Uh-oh. I will be doing some grocery shopping. You know, uh, apparently you should have everything you need for Thanksgiving dinner by Sunday night. I yeah. repeat. Oh, yeah. Everything. So it's late. So if you yeah. don't have it now, uh, get ready for long. It's lines. late. You should have yeah, got. Stores so are back. You should have got it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know what you can do? Have her text you a grocery list of stuff that you need. Or if yeah. you go through and make the grocery list, just order it all online. They'll, they'll oh, even, have them deliver it. Yeah, they'll even deliver it, dude. Oh my god, I didn't even think about the Thanksgiving do it, delivery. Do it while she's gone, and then you can be like, "Look, babe, I went to yeah. the store. I got all this stuff. I took time out of my day just for you." And, and then like the whole time you were at home, you went to the grocery store. You found all these things in the aisles. Yeah, that would be her response. I know. Yeah. Um, are you are you doing any food prep? How, how are you, how are you getting ready for the next couple of days? And what are you going to be doing for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm traveling for Thanksgiving to my grandparents' place in oh, Salem, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not doing any of the major cooking, um, but I am bringing a bunch of desserts. Your lovely grandparents? How old are they? They're in their nineties. In fact, still in fact, alive. It's my grandpa's nine, either ninety first or ninety second birthday on December third, I think. So a couple days after. Wow, that, must be nice to to be able to you know still have your grandparents around. Or it is. I really feel fortunate. I feel like it's it's kind of a blessing to have that generation still around and, and still kicking. By the way, they are active, upright, going for it. People. They. My grandpa still restores cars every day. He's got about five projects going right now. Uh, my grandmother still does all kinds of stuff in her community and around the house and everything. Yeah, they're. Oh, good for you. I I, I hope that they are. <laughs> good for the, them. Good for you, Drew. Yeah, I hope they're the indicator good, of what's good. Because what you know what? Ahead of I me. lost mine when I was in the second and third grade. Mama May and Daddy Bob in 1986 and 87. Well, I had nothing to do with that. I assure you. But mm-hmm. I'm just glad that you're able to brag about your living, grandpa. The living. Yeah, it's you know it's those little things that really make life worth living. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. I guess you could say it does make a difference. <laughs> Oh, no. A pulse changes everything. <laughs> okay. The Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, Scooter Braun. You know, he's the guy who manages uh, Justin Bieber. I even think Dan and Shay. I don't know for sure. Uh, and now he's the guy in charge of Taylor Swift's entire music library. He is saying that Taylor Swift's social media war that she has waged against him is causing what? Him to make more money. Heartburn. Not it. That's not it, Claire. Uh, not it. What? Heartburn. Not heartburn. He's having nightmares at night. That's what it is. Is Taylor Swift's social media war causing nightmares for him? He's it's having, not that either. Oh, I was going to say he's having too Swift nightmares. might also be that. He says it's causing death threats against he, his company, family members, uh, uh, people within uh, the the label. Death threats from whom? The Swifties, man. What's up with that? You're a bunch of like 13-year-old girls? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to tweet this out. Whoa, whoa. Did you just call me a 13-year-old girl, Drew? Yes. If you're a Swiftie, yes. That's I what am a Swiftie and I'm proud of it. I am a 39-year-old plus two man, and I would say that I'm a Swiftie. Now, I'm not... Threatening people. I'm not threatening anybody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that. But like, I will say, Scooter, you better back off. That, yeah. Well, darn straight. You're getting close. That's not Slow a death your threat. Roll. That's you pump your brakes. That's telling Scooter Braun to watch himself. 
to have that kind of fanatical listen to all you Swifties out there oh, I'm sure God, you're all sweet it. nice people don't do but it. she's a billionaire she doesn't need your help she's managing she's fine she didn't make nothing off of these deals she's got plenty of money plenty of life There's so in much front you of don't her. know about the Swifties Taylor Swift even acknowledges that it was the Swifties who made her what she is yeah. she thanks Great. us all wonderful and so when somebody comes after her do you know what i said to her as a swifty i walked up to her and she will if i had her on the phone she will straight up remember this mm-hmm. because there was a little twinkle in her eye when i told her i said listen you are our grace kelly i go taylor you are our princess diana you know you're you're, you're kind of like our celebrity royalty and she looked at me like oh yeah, and she did i don't care what y'all say mm-hmm. yeah and we didn't say anything, but okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't we, there, but we, I believe it. We weren't challenging you, but I. <laughs> believe it or not. All right. So um, I was trying to say something about the power of, of the Swifties. I, I don't doubt there's power, but I'm just trying to tell people to come back to reason. Like you don't, it, being yeah. this overly involved in the affairs of a gajillionaire celebrity versus another gajillionaire celebrity, get out of here. You He's saying that, with your own life. that he asked her fans to put pressure on them. Which, uh, uh, which apparently, you know, after she said the label had denied her the right to perform a medley of her past hits, and now they allowed her to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all because of the power of, uh, of us. Uh, Swifties unite. Please let everybody know that Drew was saying very mean things about the Swifties. I was providing good sound advice, which is focus okay. on your own life and what gets you where you need to be, not what's going to help Taylor Swift make another $100 million. I just want to say... Yeah, Claire, go ahead. Haters are going to hate, 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 hate. And players are going to play, 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 play. Mm-hmm. But I think you just need to shake it off, shake it off. Okay, but oh I... but God. but That was beautiful. I mean, that was great and everything, but still, you're not even letting anybody know what side you're on. I want to oh. know. No, hold up. I want to know right now. Are you Swifty or are you Team uh, Team N- yeah. N- Drew? What? I'm Team Swifty all the way. Are you Swifty? Oh. oh, I've been a Swifty since day I one. I don't know if Prove I believe it. that. A hundred percent. I don't believe I it. I will go on record right now saying that I do not believe it's right to give people death threats. However, if you're going to be a bully and dish it out, you got to be able to take That's it. That's right. Okay. Scooter needs to check himself. I guess you're a Swifty. Swivel, swivel, no, swivel. if you're a Swifty, prove it. Show show that little fuzzy slap bracelet that she came out with in 2007. <laughs> Oh, dang, she is a Show us your Swifty tattoo. Show us your Swifty tramp that, stamp. That is, <laughs> that is in a place that you will not see, sir. All right, we just took you straight out of country. It's a little number 13. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit You're Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is The Fit Show. Time. Just put out this series of uh, some of the best movies, TV, music, and books of the past decade. And we put together this montage of, of five of their top ten best songs. I thought this was interesting. Okay, Best songs, again. Of the decade? Of the entire decade. Okay. Hmm. All right. Should be pretty interesting. Preparing to be disappointed. Let's see. We could have had it okay. Rolling yeah. in the Deep by Adele. I'll take that. All Too Well by Taylor Swift. Hmm. Wow. Of the decade? Yeah. Ain't It Fun by Paramore. Lips made by 13 There's some country in there. Dirk Bentley, Drunk on a Plane. I'll take this one. I love this song. Getting drunk on a plane. And uh oh. Oh, 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 o
seems to be very well, upset well, and Ryder the Youngin is freaking out. When did Time right Magazine uh, be, uh, take over <laughs> editing by teenagers? Ah. This is ridiculous. No, this wasn't teenagers. <laughs> this no. is a very smart adult. Just like with Time's Man of the Year, it doesn't have to be something that you like or is even good. It has to be something that made an impact, and boy, did that make an impact. And that's oh, made yeah. an impact crater. Interesting. <laughs> Drew, yeah, I heard Drew say not too long ago that he felt that Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus ruined country music. No, I heard, I, I heard him say that. Uh, he I, said that. I think he yeah. resurged yeah. it because I mean, you look at you look at like how rock. You love your Lil Nas, don't hey, you? What did it? Yes. What did you say they did to it? Resurfaced it. They brought it back up to the surface. Brought what back to the surface? To so, like pop culture. They were like, hey, country's still alive and it's still doing good. I'm pretty sure millions of country fans all around the country and the world that. thought it was doing just fine. That, right of the Youngin. Before it got remixed. Right of the Youngin. I could I could assure you. That country music was doing just fine before Lil Nas X. I'm not saying that it doesn't However, do good. I'm just saying. I, I remember- want you all to go back and uh-huh. watch the first episode of Ken Burns' country music okay. because country music has been evolving since it started. Well, of course. And by the yeah. way, I will say again, people hated Garth. People thought yep. that Garth was pop music when he when he started. That is no joke. Yeah. All right. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Folks, uh, standing by, I'm going to take you out of the viral community. They're at it again. And I'm really pointing to people like you, Ryder the Youngin. Uh-oh. Why? You're being called out. Well, yeah, I'm calling them out because Ryder the Youngin's all about TikTok, right? You guys been on TikTok? It's kind of like, it's the new Vine. Mm-hmm. TikTok is the new Vine. Do you remember Vine? I yeah. do remember Vine. I okay. thought it was the new Chinese threat to our national security. It's that too. Because <laughs> if you're on TikTok, the Russians and the Chinese are spying on you. But yeah, anyway. Okay. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. But there's something on TikTok now called the Christmas Explosion video. In the first part of each, a hand is holding like a Christmas ornament as they enter a room that has no holiday decorations. And they toss it into a room as if it were like a grenade. And then they run out the door. And I just think that's kind of petrifying to people. All of a sudden you see like this little object object flying, you know, flying inside the room. Think yeah. it's something like a grenade well, or something? That's this scary could be cool stuff. If it's like an editing thing where you walk into a room with, you know, you peek in the door, there's no decorations, and then you pull the pin on the, the ball and you throw is, it, yeah. and then it pops to suddenly it's decorated. Yeah. Like it, boom, it decorated the room. Still, though, that would that would freak anyone out just sitting in a room and all of a sudden somebody throws something like that into a room. Yeah. Wouldn't, but wouldn't that scare as you? As far as internet stunts go, this is pretty, pretty tame. Let's see if we're walking outside cars. Here it is. That's the video. Oh, geez. that's the video. So they're like they're going in SEAL Team Six, throwing a little Christmas ornament in the room. You mean Elf Team Six? Elf Team Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Page two. What are you kidding me? Another Christmassy story out of North Carolina and out of Oregon. Oh, Christmas tree! How expensive you've become. Mm-hmm. Christmas trees might cost a little more in some parts of the country this year. Because two dry summers in a row had a, a crazy big effect on trees grown in Oregon and North Carolina. And heavy rain damaged the crop in Missouri last year. Would you say, some people would say that's climate change affecting the Christmas trees? Mm-hmm. Drew, what say you on this? It's very possible. I mean, it, these could be sort of circumstantial events, you know, coincidental events. Mm-hmm. However, if you look at it as a big picture, it's possible that there's some link to the Christmas tree crop dying out. But remember too that a Christmas tree it it's not it didn't wasn't just planted last year. Yeah. <laughs> it takes many, many years <laughs> to grow a Christmas tree. So, you know, Does you're it going, really? You're I, think, I think 
They grow pretty quick, don't they? It's like an eight-month eight like, sort of gestation what, eight, period. Eight, nine years? No, no. Nine, yeah, it eight, depends. Nine, you know, years, depending on, if you're on, on big how big tree, the tree you want. They're yeah, definitely but, several years But in the Northwest, we've had quite a bit of drought, you know, as you, I'm sure you've all noticed. So, well, but yeah. Now everybody's dad is going to be negotiating at the Christmas tree lot like this. Christmas only comes once a year. Why not? Why not? Yeah, well, how much? I'll knock off two bucks because I can see you're a man who knows his trees. This isn't one of those trees that all the needles falls off, is it? <laughs> no, that's embossed. You know, Zulas just found one of those brand new green plastic trees. Darn thing looks like it was made out of green pipe cleaners. <laughs> I'll throw in some rope and tie it to your car for you. You got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> and now, this is The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fit Files. Fresh off Thursday's news of Sam Hunt's early morning arrest in Nashville for a DUI and having an open container in his car, we have details as to what happened. The first thing people ask is, A, 6.30 in the morning, seriously, how did that happen? And B, why didn't he Uber? He's got plenty of money. Well, here's why. His wild night of partying started at 9 o'clock the night before when he and a bunch of pals went out to a restaurant for drinks and dinner. And then from there, they did Uber to another place and then apparently another place. But at some point, he was no longer with his buddies, either went back home or went somewhere, picked up a car, and we don't know why he was still out driving at 6.30 in the morning. I mean, he straight up, you know what, he straight up pulled an all-nighter. But he, he my question did. is, where's Hannah Lee? And how, I mean, I don't know many, like, wives well, who allow their husbands to have all-nighters with have their boys. I have a theory. I have a theory. Go ahead. I think There's they issues. had a tiff. I think they had some kind of fight, and he went on a bender. That's what my wife thought. Yeah. Claire, why be, else I, you're he, right on. Why else would he be out all night yeah, doing that? Ma- Clearly self-destructive behavior. How could he be having issues with Hannah Lee? Uh, just <laughs> just because that? she looks good you, doesn't mean right. she's you, not crazy. You, just you, because he looks good doesn't mean he's not crazy. Just because people are attractive doesn't mean they're, you don't fight with them. Sometimes it means they're more crazy. Exactly. Oh, that is straight up true. <laughs> <laughs> you should know Fitz. Oh, oh wait. Did I say that out loud? Oh, boy. Um, speaking of Tennessee whiskey. Wait a second. <laughs> this is when you say thank you. Congratulations to Chris Stapleton, who won four awards that I didn't even know existed. Yes, the Waffle House has their own <laughs> award series for musicians called the Toonie Awards. And it's based on how often their songs are played at Waffle House jukeboxes yeah. all around the country. Smothered and covered, baby. Smothered and covered. Yep. Smothered and covered. Chris yep. picked up four for his album and this song, Tennessee Whiskey, which was uh, the most played song at the Waffle House uh. for 177 consecutive Come weeks. Come on, Waffle House. Hey, Ryder the Youngin, when I say smothered and covered, what am I, what am I referring to? Gravy, right? Huh? Gravy? Mother and cover gravy. And, uh... It's all right. Hey, you know what? When I found you at GameStop, <laughs> I had one goal, and that was to make you a country boy, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay, what's mother and cover? He has the distinct pleasure hash of dining br- at Waffle House at 3 in the morning. Hash browns mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of cheese smothered all over it. Get those babies smothered and covered. Oh, we should order. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fitz happens. Live. 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 We're going to give it to you right now. You know it's Monday Believe it, believe it. Oh, yeah. 
Spirit snaps. Spirit snaps. All right, uh, real quick, you guys. Sometimes you have to risk it all for a dream only you can see. Mm. That's mm. all right. High risk equal high rewards. Thank you. Go ahead, Drew. Similar to that. Mm. Someone once told me, don't bite off more than you can chew. I told them I'd rather choke on greatness than nibble on mediocrity. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I choke on greatness. <laughs> Good God, Drew. Wow. What's wrong with you? That means go for it. Just go for it. Go for it. Go for uh, it. Hey, Claire, what's up? Today I'm inspired by our visit to St. Jude's Children's yeah. Research Hospital and its founder, Danny Thomas. Mm-hmm. Who said success is not built on what we accomplish for ourselves? Its foundation lies in what we do for others. That is right on. So good, so good. That was an amazing trip over the weekend. Uh, Ryder the Young, and what's up, my friend? You gonna motivate us today or what? I sure am. Yeah. We fall, we break, we fail, but then we rise, we heal. We overcome. Wait, did you take those lyrics from a Florida Georgia Line song? No, <laughs> no. We get up, down, we get up, down, up, down, up, no. down. No, uh-huh. it was from Batman. May oh. we all? That's from May We All, dude. No. Everybody knows no. that's from May We All. No way. They right. stole it from Batman. Might have been. No, yeah, they stole it from Batman. It happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, what's up? Hope you had a great weekend. And what did we learn today for Monday, November 25th, 2019? Here's what I learned. I learned that uh, my buddy Drew over here single-handedly tried to pick a fight with the Swifties, trying to call the Swifties out because I guess Scooter Braun was saying that he was receiving, you know, some mean threats and death threats from from the Swiftie nation. I didn't pick a fight. I just said, Swifties, this is not your fight. Go mm-hmm. on with your own lives. Don't Taylor's tell just us. fine. First of all, you don't tell us what is and what is not Taylor our fight. Taylor doesn't need you. She's a when big girl, comes, a big, very rich girl. When it comes to the Queen T. Mm-hmm. And she is that way because of us. Okay, but she And she it. acknowledges that. She can fight her own fight. In fact, she's got a, a legion of lawyers who are, are on her payroll. I am you- sending the Swifties after you. You yeah. can find Drew on his Instagram, Swifties Go After Him, <laughs> at uh, um, Critical Drew. Is that oh, the one? Yeah. Critical Drew on Instagram. <laughs> All right, what did we learn today, Drew? <laughs> I learned I'm going to have to close my Instagram here in a few hours. Uh, I learned that Waffle Especially House- when the Swifties find out who you're following on Instagram. Anyway, anyway uh, I found out that Waffle House has their own um, music award called the Toonie. Yeah. And yeah. it's for the artist that gets played the most across their stores. I think it's awesome. And this year... Chris Stapleton won it for Chris Tennessee Whiskey. Stapleton. Wow. So cool. Are you referring That's to such this? such a Waffle House song at three in the morning. Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? Ooh, I learned that it is really tough out there on the dating scene. In the uh, Believe It or Not stories, one guy was cozying up for a nice night of binge-watching Lock Up Abroad and realized that the girl he was watching it with was on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That moment when, right? <laughs> I like how he couldn't give, her, give us her name, but he tells what episode yeah, it was. Right? <laughs> You'll have to figure it out. I don't know. That'd be kind of, you know, a... Uh, kind of sexy wouldn't it like oh yeah my girl man she was on lock up abroad well she's yeah. here now so she got out of it somehow yeah. she did yeah. all right of the young and what about you what have we learned today well today during the what are you kidding me stories i learned if you are driving and you're drunk and you decide to tell the officer that you're making out with your girlfriend and she was drunk and that's the only reason why you have alcohol on your breath 
You need to rethink your life. They'll spend the night in the can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam Hunt, when he got pulled over, did you hear that he, this is a true story? He actually gave the officer his credit card instead of his ID. Oh, he had no. it. He yeah. had his license yeah. sitting in his lap, but he couldn't uh. tell which one was that or his credit card. Give him oh, the credit card. No. That's one of those. I hope he gets help. Things. I hope he gets help. That's yeah. a you know. Yeah. There's nothing fun funny about a DUI. No, no, not at all. So with that, all right, you guys, um, the week is on. Let's get to it. This is thankful gobble gobble turkey week. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the youngin. Think big, cause you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.